Hi, welcome to Skip's Corner, where I cover Nashville's baseball history and events and introduce you to players, coaches, and other fans. I'm sure there is much anticipation for the 2022 Major League Baseball All-Star Game to be played in Los Angeles and hosted by the Dodgers. The Nashville Vols hosted Southern Association All-Star Games, and one in particular was dubbed a gruesome drubbing by Nashville Banner sports writer George Leonard. The 1949 Southern Association All-Star Game became an embarrassment to the league-leading Nashville Vols. The hometown club had earned the right to host the league's best, and it was the third time Sulphurdale was the site of the All-Star Game since its inception in the Southern Association in 1938. In 1943, attendance was 9,350. And in 1948, when the hero of the game was Charlie Gilbert, who socked a home run in the 12th inning to give the Nashville Vols the win, that game drew 9,174. And this time, with Bay Barna, Bob Borkowski, and Carl Sawatsky in the Nashville lineup, all batting better than 350, an even larger crowd was anticipated. And the fans did not disappoint. 11,442 turned out. Barna and Sawatsky were named to the All-Star team. Sawatsky was a unanimous choice. And they joined teammates Tookie Gilbert and pitchers Frank Marino and Pete Mallory. But as Nashville locked up the hosting duties, they were replaced with representatives of the seven other teams. Now, on July the 4th, the Vols won a doubleheader over the Atlanta Crackers in front of almost 10,000 people at Sulphurdale to clinch the hosting duties by virtue of holding down first place in the standings after the Independence Day games. The game was played on July the 12th. It was a Tuesday. The game was played on July the 12th, and as early as 4 o'clock, automobiles from as far away as Rutherford and Bedford counties began to arrive at the Fifth Avenue parking lots four hours before the game was to begin. There were even fans with brown paper sacks of picnic lunches so they could take position at the head of the ticket line. Around 4.50, Sulphurdale employees began to attach long ropes to handle the overflow crowd that was expected in left and right field. And at 5.15, the newspaper men began to interview Nashville manager Raleigh Hemsley marveling at how frank he was, particularly in reference to his early and lasting membership in Alcoholics Anonymous. At 525, the park gates were opened and early arrivers began to rush in. It's a funny sight to see people suddenly faced with a choice of two and four and six seats among 6,000 or so, said Fred Russell in a newspaper column the next day. He said a few settled behind home plate, then switched to the high back rows, and then vice versa. By 6 o'clock, the Vols staged over-the-screen batting practice, with Mickey Kreitner pumping fast ones down the middle. And at 6.20, every single grandstand seat is gone. All the fans that were remaining had to move to the outfield hills. At 6.35, Chattanooga's Bobo Newsom, who will celebrate his 42nd birthday in less than a month, led the parade of All-Stars onto the field. It was his first visit to Sulphurdale since 1931 when he pitched for Little Rock. He shook hands with Nashville's Bama Ray and Hal Quick and Floyd Fogg, 
expressing hope that he got to face home run hitters Sawatsky, Barna, and Gilbert and experiment with his wide repertoire of pitches, including a blooper ball. By 7.30, fans have covered the left and right field bank, and already the largest Nashville crowd of the season was anticipating a great game. At 7.45, Southern Association President Charlie Hurth presented rings to the All-Stars and to the Vols. Barna, Boguski, Gilbert, Marino, and Sawatsky received the loudest applauses. So the game begins, and at 8.08, George Shotgun Shuba of the Mobile Bears hit a home run that starts a six-run first inning for the All-Stars. At 8.10, a screaming foul from the bat of Atlanta's Gary Gearhart smashed a light globe in the Sulphurdale press box. That press box hung high above home plate from the ballpark roof. And a few minutes later, at 8.19, Buster Boguski, who has been out of the Vols lineup with an injury since June the 30th, hit a leadoff home run on the second pitch, and the Nashville Vols fans went crazy. At 8.38, the first inning ends, and it sets an all-star record by lasting 36 minutes. At 9.20, Birmingham shortstop George Strickland and Atlanta second baseman Davey Williams team up for two sensational double plays. And at 9.31, Barron's pitcher Robert Brake sets the Vols down on three pitches. At 10.25, Vols pitcher High Bithorn is shelled in the ninth like it was batting practice. Manager Hemsley had only Tony Jacobs in the bullpen because he told all the other pitchers they could go into the clubhouse. And at 10.40, Bobo Newsom finally gets his chance as Barna and Swatsky laughingly lunge at Bobo's blooper pitches. The final score? 18-6. Both F.M. Williams of the Tennessean and Russell of the Banner praised the fans but came down hard on the Vols when they were down only 9-6 to six going into the ninth inning and 13 All-Stars paraded to the plate. There were 19 total bases as they scored nine runs on 11 hits. And Davey Williams of Atlanta was the hero for the All-Stars. He was 5-6 for six at the plate with three doubles. And Mobile Shuba had a double and a homer in four RBI. The star for Nashville was Tookie Gilbert, who was three for four with two singles and a double. And along with Barna and Sawatsky, had one half of Nashville's 12 hits. Bamaray said during the game, boy, is it brutal out there and left. All those kids out there on the bank are throwing ice and rocks and just about anything they can get their hands on at me. I see they're doing the same to Shuba, even a little worse and George Leonard wrote in the paper the next day, why didn't the two policemen assigned to the left field dump keep the crowd with the ropes and prevent the fans from tossing bottles and other objects onto the playing field? Well, it's a tough crowd at Sulphurdale, and it was a tough crowd that night. And the Nashville Vols did take a drubbing as they lost the game. And a little bit worse for the wear, after the game, Nashville left on a 15-game road trip. Well, that's a story about one of Nashville's all-star games. They got beat in that one, and they took a true drubbing. And some of the left fielders did, too, it sounds like. I hope you enjoyed this segment of Skip's Corner. If you have some comments or suggestions you'd like to write to me, my email address is 262downright at gmail.com. And thanks for listening in. 